Welcome to the Life Refresh Podcast. My name is Ryan Robinson. And if you are looking for a podcast that is designed to uplift, encourage, and revive your heart, mind, and spirit, you're in the right place. Welcome to the journey of becoming the version of you God designed from the foundations of the earth. Now, let's begin. This is Ryan Robinson. Super glad again that you are tuning into this podcast episode today. Uh, this podcast, I would really hope that you tune in uh, specifically to um, this one. I think that the topic that we're going to be discussing is something that many of us struggle with, yet we continue to beat ourselves up because we don't know how to handle it or we have some uh, miseducation around how to properly manage hope insert in this case. So um, I guess you can we can tag it, tag this uh, the misappropriation of hope. So uh, so I want to get into the lesson a little bit. This is something that I'm have recently dealt with. Um, I would say recently but most people have recently dealt with it and there's a lot of pain associated with misplaced hope there are things that we hope for and things that we desire to have in our lives yet uh, we don't necessarily receive them or we don't actually get what we prayed for we don't get what we have uh, hoped for what we worked hard for, what we thought was going to lead us to some level of self-fulfillment or excitement or joy. We received that promotion on the job. We've gotten that item or we've gotten that car. We've gotten some kind of status that we thought at the end of it would give us some idea or some glimmer of hope and some glimmer of who we are inside of ourselves. And uh, sometimes we've been left more marred and scarred than we have been fulfilled. So uh, I want to get into like this misappropriation of hope. And um, I'm going to start with this uh, quote. And it's uh, actually it's a Bible verse, uh, Proverbs 13, verse 12. And uh, it is something that we might have heard. You might have heard in certain as a certain movies, dialogues, whatnot, but uh, you're going to hear this version uh, from me. Uh, Proverbs 13, 12 says, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. Uh, this scripture is actually super correct. <laughs> uh, hope deferred makes the heart sick. Have you been upset or depressed because what you thought was going to make you happy didn't make you happy i'm gonna read another version this is the message version of the bible which is more like our current dialogue and day and time uh it says unrelenting disappointment leaves you heart sick but a sudden good break can turn life around 
Uh, that's pretty. That's relatable. <laughs> that's definitely relatable. Disappointment. What is disappointment? Uh, Dr. Miles Monroe, who is a uh, is a theologian, pastor, who had you know, he's recently gone on to be with the Lord, had this quote to say about disappointment. Disappointment is the child of a false expectation. I'm going to say it again. Disappointment is the child of a false expectation. We get disappointed because we thought and expected a certain result to take place. We've been let down, not to your, um, it might be because you said something and you had this, you know, someone might have had an expectation based off what you said. Or you had an expectation of yourself once you received uh, some kind of accolade that life would be better, that life would be easier, that life would be more peaceful, that it would be easier on this side of the road. But for many of us, this is a falsehood. And it leaves many of us depressed. <laughs> it, it, it leaves you with no story. It leaves you with no answer that you don't know what to do next. You don't know what to do with disappointment. You, it is something many of us have to sit with, but many of us don't choose to sit with because we'd anesthetize the pain of an unmet expectation. We drink, we smoke, we do whatever we need to do to numb ourselves from the pain of a disappointment. So let's get into what a disappointment, well, let's get into expectation first. We are, I think we established what a disappointment is, but what is an expectation? What does that word even mean? Okay. Uh, expectation is defined as believing that something is going to happen or believing that something should be a certain way in the future. The word expectation comes from the Latin word called explanationism. <laughs> explanationism. Explanation. There we go. Explanation. Meaning awaiting. So expectation arises from all the relations that you're connected to and connected with whether it be with your parents, whether it be with your spouse, whether it be with your children, whether it be with your friends, we all have some expectation in the relationships that we have, as well as the relationship we have with ourselves. We have expectations of everything. And it is very difficult for us to switch those expectations, because in some cases, and actually maybe in many cases, those expectations are what drive us to the discipline, to the hard work, to the suffering that we think by enduring would lead us to a more favorable end that would cure all of our ailments that'll make us feel better. And, and I will tell you, and many of us have seen this in uh, celebrity, celebrity uh, lifestyle, in those who have been successful, in those who have won the lottery, that <laughs> having or receiving in something that you've expected, or maybe even unexpected, 
doesn't mean that you're able that you're able to to manage it. Um, the, the the expectations that we have uh, could destroy us if if we receive them or if we don't receive them. We if we don't manage expectations in a very healthy way, it could it could really destroy us from the inside out, and um, you know it could lead to addictions, which I mentioned earlier. It could lead to all kinds of things. It could even lead you cutting yourself off from other people because you feel your self confidence is low and you feel that you don't think you're worthy of anybody's love and affection. Because you felt that you did not obtain a certain goal, and uh, to many people, I, I've I know many of us have had this, but I've have had this as well in particular, um, and not to go into the story too much, but it, there are times when I have had an expectation. I can use it in football. Uh, that you have a particular outcome that you've worked hard for, that you have put in the time, you've trained, you've eaten correctly, you've done all the things necessary for to for you to be for you to be positioned in a way to succeed, and those are the things that are in your control. So you expect to get playing time, you expect to do all kinds of things, right? But if an injury comes about if if something like that happens it's something that you didn't plan for therefore you weren't expecting it uh in in football it's called getting blindsided uh if you got blindsided by a certain some kind of circumstance your expectations of that season are gone they're demolished then what do you do with expectations that will never be fulfilled it's okay to grieve them but then at that point you have to find a way to get a different kind of story for what you were expecting out of that year and there's not many tools for us to manage expectation Uh, there's a famous quote that says expectation is the mother of frustration And with that expectation leads to disappointment. So if you don't have a goal or you don't have an expectation, uh, many of us protect ourselves with that because if you don't have a goal, if you don't have any expectations, then you can't be disappointed and you can't be frustrated when it doesn't work out the way you want to. So in order, in order to protect ourselves, From any kind of deep hurt, we almost subconsciously decide not to plan, set a goal, have a vision, because expectation, as I talked about it earlier, through Proverbs 13, verse verse 12, unrelenting disappointment makes or leaves you heartsick. You have heartache because of it. And, and, that, and that makes it very difficult, especially when it's outcome-based. When it's outcome-based. Now, there are, now, let me get this correct first or share with you. It's not bad to have expectations out of uh, relationships. In fact, I think in many cases it's healthy. 
Um, it's okay. It's healthy to have expectations of love and respect and uh, affection and, and time together with, with those that you love and trust. That is healthy. That's a healthy expectation of relationship, healthy expectation of yourself. That is a healthy thing. There's nothing wrong with having that kind of expectation. But when you have unrealistic expectations, those expectations uh, can put stress on relationships, put stress stresses on you to perform a certain way, and it could ruin you. It can ruin relationships. It can ruin uh, many things because we have put on ourselves unrealistic expectations, and because we have put unrealistic expectations on ourselves, we inadvertently put those same unrealistic expectations on other people, and therefore we have this cycle and continuous uh, roundabout of disappointment and letdowns that people have continued to uh, find. We continue to find that people are not reliable and we find ourselves in this continued story that everyone is going to let me down. And the fact is, if you believe that it is true, if you believe it, you will create the scenarios that enforce exactly what you believe. Okay, so uh, there's another Bible verse that I think is extremely important for us because if we don't understand the context of expectations of hope, um, we will be really disappointed uh, no matter what happens because we don't understand why um i guess you could say what the engine is for hope um hebrews 11 um chapter one uh sorry hebrews 11 verse one so once we found out you know in proverbs 13 12 he said hope deferred makes the heart sick but when desire comes it is the tree of life okay now what is hope? Like where, where else can you find it? So you find it in Hebrews 11 again, verse one. And it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. There we go. The evidence of things not seen. Verse two, for by it, the men of old ordained a good report. So the thing is, when you hope for something, you actually have faith for something. So faith is tang something, substance of things that you hope for. Now, if you believe in someone and you have faith in someone, it is or faith in a situation or faith in a circumstance, it is very difficult for that to get dislodged from from its uh, its uh, setting. If you believe and have faith enough that you are going to be a, um, you know, you're going to be successful, you're going to get a home, it will change the very things that you do because you have the faith. And because you have the faith of the hoped for thing that you haven't seen yet, 
you will start making subconsciously the changes necessary to manifest, which is a word that is used all the time. And I'll talk about that in another podcast. But you create the ability. You have you create the ability to do what you believe. It's funny that if people say that they if people feel that they're not lovable and I've heard this many times and they say I don't have any friends. The Bible says to have a friend, you must first make yourself or find yourself friendly. No one's going to be your friend if you mean. I'm sorry. You're not just going to treat anyone any old kind of way and expect them to be at your birthday party. And if they come to your birthday party, they're not bringing presents. They're coming to eat up all your food. <laughs> they're coming to eat up all your food. So you cannot expect people to respond in very positive ways to negative treatment. Okay. So where was I going with that? It's important for us to know what we truly believe which means we have to get real with ourselves. Because sometimes I think what we do is we almost look at our disappointment in rose-colored glasses and think that we're the victim of circumstance. But we are, we are the victim of circumstance, but the circumstance that we created for ourselves. Oh, man, that's good. So people inadvertently if they look at themselves and be honest with themselves they create the very environment that they believe that they're in that they believe for and consequently are in if you don't think you deserve friendship you will push people away if you think you don't deserve love you will make yourself unattractive so that you won't receive love you will do anything if you believe it. Now, faith can work in two ways. You can work it one way for a positive, and you can work it the other way for a negative outcome. But it's things hope for. You, if you believe something negative, if you have faith for a negative report, guess what? It, you could have a negative report. If you're superstitious and, you know, think that the black cat's going to, you know, hex your um, <laughs> or make you lose your game or whatever the case is. If you believe that, OK, it will have you allowed it to have power over you. And because of that, it manages or in some cases it manages or damages our expectations, not just of ourselves, but also in the relationships that we have and those that we choose to be in. Um, unmet expectations and erroneous assumptions can often turn into anger. And anger always comes as a result of frustrated expectations. Frequent experiences of unmet expectations, here it is, can cause anger and resentment that devastate us internally. This also leads to develop negativity towards a person, a 
a situation, or a place of employment. So recognize that if you're getting angry with someone or something, when they don't do what you've expected them to do, there's an expectation that has not been met. Therefore, anger compounded over time will develop into resentment. So there's a couple questions that you have to ask yourself when it comes to managing expectations. One, are my expectations too high for other people? And if so, why? Let me help you examine that. If you are always feeling let down by people, you should probably examine those expectations. You got to take the time to figure out what am I holding people to that always gets me upset and angry? Those expectations are the things that actually, as the Bible said, make you heartsick, will make you depressed. So you need to examine what expectations do I have of others? Number two, what expectations do I have of myself? What am I believing or thinking that I should be doing that I'm not doing? And am I at a point where I just quit because it's not? Becoming or turning out the way that I have intended. And then uh, the third question, the third question is, is the disappointment that I am experiencing going to debilitate me or help me to re-examine what I have put before myself and other people. At the end of the day, you have a choice. You have a choice to decide whether you're going to allow disappointment to uh, damage you, freeze you, steal from you. It could easily steal joy. It can easily damage relationship but you have to make the choice whether or not you're going to allow this disappointment to break you down I again I don't think it's I, and I, I will probably be the one to tell you I have been and you ask any one of my friends um, I have had some very unrealistic expectations of myself <laughs> uh, uh, particularly when I was younger um, and uh, it, it it it's hard to hear that from people you care about but the thing is this like if I didn't listen to them I wouldn't have any friends <laughs> if I didn't listen to them and told them that they're crazy they wouldn't tell me anything they wouldn't tell me anything else. They wouldn't tell me the truth about things. 
Why? Because I had an expectation of them that they would support my crazy ideas about myself. And then when someone comes up beside you and say, hey, man, you need to lay off the uh, the Cheetos. <laughs> you need to lay off the popcorn. Um, you, you know, you have a friend who is keeping you accountable but when you have the expectation of the relationship to re that you have an expectation in the relationship that says you're going to reinforce my dysfunction and it's not communicated to the other person. So they think they're helping you out while you're thinking that they are being uh, condescending and keeping you from a good thing. There's nothing wrong you know, we're snacking, you know, just don't snack too much. <laughs> As I'm looking at a bag of popcorn right now, uh, feeling convicted about it. I'll probably just leave that to, <laughs> for tomorrow. But I really believe that because of these expectations that we have of ourselves, of other people and, and the relationships it, it it makes it difficult for us to connect long term. Now the thing is, it is good for us to walk through this process. And also, we got to recognize that people change. We are never the same. Day to day, we are never the same. Experiences and life will have their way with us whether we expect it or not. And the thing is, those who are able to endure the, the challenges and the vicissitudes of life, they have a certain expectation or they've placed their expectation in other things that are more stable than just their performance, their, a person's outcome, a person's way of treating them when they're feeling some kind of way. They've placed their hope in something else. Uh, for me, I've placed my help, my hope in Jesus Christ, into in God Himself, because I've recognized that He will not, has not let me down. I may not like the outcome. I may not enjoy the pressures and the pains that may come with something, a prayer that I may not have, that may not have been answered the way I wanted it to be answered. But there is a component to expectations that we, especially when it's unmet expectations, there has to be some moment or some level of trust established when an expectation is not met both in relationships and with yourselves. Why? Because trust establishes not what you've done, but it establishes that I believe in who you are, not what you do. So if I believe in your heart that you're a good person, a good loving person, and, you're, and you fall short of what I've expected, the trust that I have in you as a person supersedes what you 
fail to do. Because at the end of the day, all of us fail to meet some kind of expectation. Some days we're on our A game, some days we're not, and we get disappointed and we're like, man, what do we do? But the those who care about us, those that love us, recognize, and here it is, trust us as a human being. That what will what needs to get done will get done. I believe in you as a person. I know that you are you're not perfect. I know that you're a work in progress. There's going to be days when you're just not going to clean up. There's going to be days when you're not going to be 100 percent. And I believe that and I trust that it's going to happen. But I also trust in you as a person. And I this is the thing that most people don't do. They do not have positive intent about themselves or about other people to give them the grace they need to get back on their feet. So because we have this level of anger as a result, or maybe resentment as a result of unmet expectations, we could potentially cut them off or cancel them because of their inability to come through and we will conclude to make a story about them that they hate us that they're lazy because that makes sense but we take a step back and assume positive intent of those that we love and trust or just know if we could if many people in the world had default settings of positive intent. Again, this is not everyone. Not everyone always has positive intent. I'm not painting the world as a perfect, loving place all the time. But I'm just painting this picture for those who have loved ones in their inner circle, outer circle, whatever the case is, that we just give them enough grace to to figure it out, to mess up, to make amends, to... to to move on, to learn, that is what's important, to manage misplaced hope. It requires grace for other people. Now, if you're not giving grace, if you're getting disappointed or you're getting riled up, take a look at where you have placed expectations. Have you placed them? Are they too high? Are they unrealistic? Uh, are they too low? Are you trying to just keep yourself safe so you won't get disappointed ever again? That's not a way to live either. It is a happy medium to manage expectations. But you need to have this now faith that Hebrews 11.1 1 talks about. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Or you'll end up like uh, Proverbs thirteen twelve, uh, hope deferred makes the heart sick. But when desire comes, it is a tree of life. Try and do your best to have a tree of life moment. Being heart sick, they don't have any medication for that. 
as much as we try to find other ways to take care of that, at the end of the day, that kind of medicine runs out. So try and find the right thing because at the end of the day, the tree of life, which was found in the Garden of Eden, that Adam and Eve could eat freely from, that gave them connection to God and his creation, that is what gives you joy. So connect with that and give grace to those who have hurt you, have disappointed you, but also find ways to get yourself back out there, not just protect yourself with lower expectations of people or no expectations of people. That's not a way to live life either. So I hope that this podcast was effective. I really am going to expound upon this a little bit more of, of uh, I think we're going to talk about trust. I'm feeling like we need to talk about what trust is. Uh, so tune into the next podcast and we'll talk about some great things that have to do with trust. Thank you for tuning into the Life Refresh Podcast. There are three things I'll need you to do before you go. One, subscribe to this podcast, whether it be through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure that you subscribe to get the latest episode in your feed. Two, rank the podcast. If you like what you heard today, make sure you give it a great rating on those platforms. It'll help get us the exposure we need to make our message much broader and reach a different audience. And three, make sure you share this episode. I guarantee if you found value in it, someone you're connected to will find value in it as well. With that said, take care and tune in to the next episode of Life Refreshed.